Welcome to the Local Service Podcast episode. Who knows what? It's been a couple months since we've done one of these, and I am going to launch these back up. And so I would like to thank the guy that messaged, cold messaged me on uh, the Local Service Podcast Instagram and offered to do clips for me. But whenever I, and it's not, it was a good pitch. It was a cold DM that uh, came in. He's like, hey, I so see all your, all your, uh, your clips. Uh, if you need help with these, we can help you out. Uh, we, and give me a plan. It was, uh, we'll do one video per day. So it's 30 clips per month. Uh, the way it works is you put a deposit down, we create the clips, then we need this, the deposit for, for, for us to give you the rest. And I was like, okay, that sounds pretty interesting. Mind you though, there was no, when I clicked his profile, there was really nothing there. Uh, he had some stories like saved as a highlight and it really wasn't anything to do with what he told me. Uh, and so it was a little bit of, uh, authority issues and I'm going to tie this all together. So, uh, I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. I could use the help. I would love to keep, uh, pumping out these, these, uh, not only episodes, but clips. And, um, there's other podcasts that I've done that I can go back and pull and send. And if they can create clips from it, I mean, that'd be great. would love to do that. And so I was interested in the service and also being a, a business owner myself, like anytime somebody reaches out and it's genuine and it's a good price and a fair service or a good service worth me paying for, it's like, why not? Let's try it out. Um, so I would say I, I'm, I'm much more likely to buy uh, from someone like that than probably most people. And so I was like, okay. And so I asked about payment. So I was like, what are the next steps? And he said, uh, you know, how do you pay? That's my question. And he says that, uh, do you have Binance? And then right there, I was like, okay, so you're asking for some crypto payment. And I thought that was weird. And then I was like, uh, and I literally, I was like, this is pro- this might be a scam. It might not be. Honestly, I'm assuming this person is like in another country and they this is better for them. Uh, so I was like, no, no, thank you. You know what? I'm just not interested anymore. And he's like, oh, we can also do PayPal if you have PayPal. And then again, I was like, eh, it's just a little bit weird. And so the point I'm making here is I was in a sales process where I was an interested customer, but everything that this person had to demonstrate that they're a legitimate business uh, failed. And so it honestly, it could have been a bot. It could have been a scam. Um, and whether it was or wasn't, those cues that would make me buy from somebody went away. And so this exact process is no different than people finding you online or finding you through Google ads or finding you through meta ads or finding you through organic um, organic social media and not feeling like they are certain about who they're contacting. So you might be in a position where you are selling a, a, a service. So this is for local services. And... Maybe when people go to you, they're just like, hmm, there's something fishy about this guy. And so really what I'm getting at is how do we get rid of that problem? Uh, and interestingly enough with the clients, interestingly enough with the clients that I have, definitely there are scenarios where it just doesn't work out as far as they get calls, they get form submissions, or they get very little of it. And it's not really an issue of are people searching this, are people clicking on the ad, are there impressions? It's not really an issue about the budget. It's not, a, I mean, the budgets are small, don't get me wrong, but it shouldn't be that they get zero from it. And so what I think it is, it's two things. One, it is an issue with building trust uh, within that first impression, first interactions. And it's also 
possibly the sales process. So there's two ways I want to go here. One is, I should write this down because I'll probably forget. One is the sales process, right? So the sales process. And this is, again, for local service-based business sales process. And the other one is going to be an issue with um, with your 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 certainty or your your brand authority, trustworthiness. There's probably a one word that'll that'll really sum this all up. But to make it a sentence, it'd be like, if I hire these people, they will solve my problems legitimately. And so, uh, so let's start with the legitimacy problem. So there are many services out there that require you to have insurance. And I have worked with people who are like, hey, I don't have insurance yet, but I would like to run ads and get customers and I'll eventually get it. And the problem with that is it is such a industry that requires insurance that most companies have, you know, licensed by the state of insurance number X, 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 X. And so when you don't have that, it's like, well, I mean, that in itself is like maybe what's pushing people away. So there's that. There is if you don't have a legitimate address. So, you know, I don't really think this plays into effect for local services, but I could see why it would for at least some potential customers is that if you uh, look up an address and you're supposed to be, let's say, a moving company and your business is located in a apartment number, then there are some legitimacy issues. It's like, okay, if I'm if I'm a big company that I have to move my offices from you know point A to another sit from city A to city B, and it's going to cost me you know five grand, ten grand. I don't know what the prices are. I want to hire somebody who has a you know a building, who has trucks, who's insured. Uh, so there's that, uh, and then. Along with that, if you go on and read their services and it doesn't include what you want. So in this example where it is a company that it wants to move from one one city to another for their offices, if it doesn't include office moving, then that's like, okay, they don't do what I'm looking for. And so these little things, I think that's like three things, they add up. And you're like, well, I'd rather just go look for somebody else because, well, I don't think if I call these guys, they'll have my solution. And then let's imagine that they do call, right? That they do call and they talk to somebody. And let's say this person that picks up the phone isn't well-versed in the area that they're servicing. Like they don't really know how to price it. They don't really know how to um, sell it. They don't really know. They're not so experienced that they can. They know fluently uh, what the answers are, how to, how to go about things. They're like, um, um, you know, they're stirring on their words. They're saying wrong information and then, and then kind of backing up on what they said. Um, and so it's not very smooth. Let's say it's like that. Then that builds even more untrustworthiness. And again, why would somebody want to work with somebody like that? And then you can add a whole slew of things like, you know, did they pick up? When did they pick up? Were they professional? So on and so forth. So, Having an online presence is, it's almost like you can skip some of the trustworthiness. And what I mean by that is if your website is good, if it has all the right information, if you have uh, the 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 basic check marks that people need as far as like, what is the price? Where are you located? How long have you been in business? How many people have you helped? If you answer those questions in the beginning, in a quick glance while the customer is going through your website or your social media or wherever they're looking at you, then at the very least, they're not they're not 
not contacting you for trustworthiness. They're not contacting you for other reasons. There's always other reasons, right? Competitors, um, maybe maybe it's closed. Maybe the service, to get the service there's too far. Maybe the reviews aren't great. But at least you know it's not a legitimacy issue. It is simply a issue of something else. Um, so, So those are some things that can be worked on if you aren't getting customers from any source. So SEO, Google ads, social media, organic, even word of mouth. If they go to your site and they're like, what the heck is this? Um, that might be something that you want to work on to improve on that. Your business can be so, uh, for example, there's, there's lots of businesses that have been around for 20 years who have very bad sites. I'm not saying that that's the, if you have a bad site with bad trustworthiness, that it'll, it won't go well. I'm saying that could be one of the factors that can detract from you. And so I think for newer businesses that have been doing it for one, two, three years, um, it's a bit harder because you don't have you have less proof, less evidence of you being successful helping other people or businesses in that area for whatever service that is. Whereas if a company has been around for 10, 15, 20, 25 plus years, then yeah, maybe their online presence isn't great, but they've helped so many people that the word of mouth is already there. Like it's built, like word of mouth is interesting because if you continue to do what you're doing and you do a good job of it, I feel like it's almost inevitable. Um, it does depend on the service and and the price points and and who you help, right? So like I've helped certain people that weren't really the type of uh, business that we help and then of course, they, you know, their network talks about, hey, get the services from from Symphony Advertising, and it's like, wait, we don't really want to service uh, that because we're not good at that. Um, and it's, you know, it's it's happened. But my point is, if you help the people that you know you can help, the whole target customer, if you target the correct customer in the correct area for the services that you are good at, I feel that it's very inevitable to get word of mouth referrals, and so. Um, for those businesses that have been around for a long time, they have that going. And maybe they don't have the the, the online presence for it, but maybe they have uh, the community behind it, right? They've been around for 20 years. They've been helping out in the community. They've been doing other types of marketing. Uh, so that is that is the certainty, brand, trustworthiness, legitimacy issue. To go back to the initial guy that uh, pitched me on 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 his um, on IG DMs, you know, if, if I would have gone to his profile and he would have said um, owner of, and then it's called, I don't know, video clips dot, uh, video clip maker.com, video clip company.com, and I clicked it, and then I see that they've worked with, you know, 10 different companies, and here are eight different uh, testimonials, or sorry, eight different examples of the clips they've done. If they had a couple testimonials of customers that helped out, um, and then maybe if they linked actual social media channels where I could physically see, and then if I were to look at them and I see that that guy was following that account and maybe have liked a couple posts, then I would have been like, okay, at the very least I know that this person has helped other people. Therefore, that's that's building that trustworthiness. Because the price was good, you know, in my opinion. But I thought the price was fair. I think it was like four ten per month or something like that for 30 clips. Um, I, you know, just based off of whim, I was like, that doesn't sound too bad. And so <clears throat> if I would have seen that, I would have immediately been like, okay, this is good. And he he did send me uh like images of, of past or sorry, 
videos of past clips they have made. But I was like, this could be anybody. Like, how do I know this is yours? And there, like I said, he didn't mention like a company name. There was no like no branding anywhere. So I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. And then if I went to his profile, there was like a partner involved. And I'm like, well, who's this guy? So if I would have seen a website with more information about it and just more examples, it didn't have to be a lot. It could have been three examples that he did for free that, you know, here's the pricing, here's the testimonials, here's the clips. I would have been like, okay, perfect. And then to add to that for the payment part, that's where I kind of get confused. Like, Sometimes I wonder, like, what are my clients doing? Like, how are they accepting payment? Because sometimes that gets fishy. Um, so number one, I think the most the most trustworthy, at least in these days, are going to be like online invoices, cash, and even checks. Like, we know that's a thing. Like, we know that that exists. And I guess with cash, you can also say Zelle, you know, uh, Cash App. Actually, Zelle, because when you get into Cash App and Venmo, I feel like, that's no longer with your bank. That's like a that's like a different type of transaction system. So I don't feel like that's as professional. If you can pay with a debit card or a credit card, I think that is the most professional it could get. And it's the least amount of uh, hesitation to make a payment. Because if somebody asks me to sell them, I'm like, no. I mean, if it's a friend, that's great. But like, I don't sell other businesses unless it's like, you know, something particular uh and cash app and well i guess it's okay but it doesn't feel as professional and then for sure any kind of crypto thing in my opinion is like super sketchy um you know if people ask for trade i think that's kind of weird too uh and so i would say online invoices meaning you get you send an invoice and you can play it online i think that's the best way uh to to go about it or if you have like a booking system but that's the same thing so like if someone goes and, and they schedule through your booking form and they can put a deposit or pay through there, I think that's still good. Um, and so having those things are really going to help. And so I'm going to move on to the sales process now. So for the sales process, I think that, and this is the same situation where a customer is getting traffic and is getting clicks from their ads or their SEO or or their um, their social media with reason, right? Like I'm talking a couple hundred clicks and hits to the site per month that are targeted meaning that the people that are going to the site we know at we know at the very least they are clicking keywords that are most likely going to be new customers or they're looking at content that is most likely going to be a new customer because if if you know you could have ten thousand people going to your site every month but if it's like just completely the wrong audience for example you're in houston but your your main source of eyeballs is in california then it's like well you can't service people that are in california therefore most of your traffic is not relevant and you see this a lot with blogs so a lot of seo strategies will will do blogs but the problem with that is you'll get a lot of hits to your site but most of it is just for the blog they they're never gonna be a uh, a customer because they don't live in your area but to, you know there's pros and cons. So the con is they're never going to become a customer. The pros is that you do get the traffic to the website, which does help, uh, you know, increase your SEO efforts. So give and take. It, it may be the best scenario would be if you create a blog that uh, is in between both, right? So like it is a, in this example, a Houston-based blog about the service. Maybe that would be the best, um, best of both worlds, which is actually a phenomenal idea. Write that down uh, for myself. Uh <laughs> Um, I lost my own train of thought. Um, Location-based blogs. 
and services. That's interesting. So when we go to the sales process, so let's assume you are getting the correct audience going to your site. You know that they are potential buyers. Let's say it's a couple hundred, like it's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not a traffic issue and it's not a targeting issue. It is a issue of conversion. And so let's say that's all right. And people actually do call you and submit a form. And again, this is for businesses that are struggling, um, closing deals, right? And so one of the more popular issues that I see is that, hey, I'm priced at this amount and people in my area either can't afford it or won't pay those prices because a lot of my competitors are priced much lower. But I don't want to I don't want to lower my prices for that reason. So then this is where it gets a little weird because it's like, okay, so is is the the price you have it at justified? And what I find kind of interesting sometimes is if you're a new business and you're priced as a high high ticket, not high ticket, but like a higher version of this that you're priced higher. It's like, is that justified? And can you back that up? Can you back the price up that your your version is better than the competitor's version, which let's just say it's 50% less. And if you can't, well, then that's a big issue because that's the problem probably that's that person's being run into. It's like, okay, if I could do it for, if I do it for $1,000, but that person is willing to do it for 500, why, why should that person not use the, not go with a $500 service if it's the same service? And so there it's a, it's, it's a problem of, communicating why it is worth $1,000. So it could be based off of experience. It could be based off of um, expertise in that particular arena. It could be based off of the ingredients or or quality of the product is better. You know, what is that difference? And if you can't communicate that difference between the competitor and yourself, that's a big issue, right? So it gets tough there, but that might be one of the issues in the sales process. One thing I have found that I haven't shared too much yet with other clients that I think I'm going to start doing uh, moving forward when this issue comes up, which is not that often. I would say this happens like every it, it, like every 20 customers, maybe there's one that one or two that it's an issue. So it's not very frequent and it's ups and downs. Like sometimes it is an issue and then it goes away because they figure it out. It's it's figure outable. Um, and so with my own business, what I have done is when a lead comes in that is either from social media, my organic social media, TikTok, SEO, uh, referral, if I speak to a person and they aren't necessarily ready to, to be at our first tier, so we're, we're tiered, we have three packages basically, uh, and then we have website projects by themselves, so really there's only four options. Website project by yourself or marketing package one, two, or three. If they aren't uh, quite ready to be in one of these areas. It could be because of they don't trust us. It could be because they're a new business and they don't have the money for it yet. It could be that they're just not ready. Um, what I like to do is I have a hidden price that I don't offer regularly. But I would say something like, hey, because you were referred by X or because you uh, found us on SEO or because you're a new business or because I'd like to prove and earn your business, we can do it for hidden price. And if in the three months uh, you're happy with them, then we can then we can talk about either raising it to our normal rates, or we can just not work together. No harm, no foul. Um, 
there's that part. Uh, but what I do is I strip away what our packages are. So I don't give them the $500 uh, package in this scenario. I give them a version of that. So it doesn't have everything that it all, it all includes. Like it's not going to have, you know, it's not going to have the bells and whistles. It's not going to have the monthly reporting the same way that it, the regular clients have it. Uh, and I make that clear up front, like, hey, this is a unique situation. We'll give it three months or we'll give it a month. We'll give it four months, whatever it is. And we will work from there. So what I have found is instead of, and this is only like if you're, it's maybe a little bit different for like my my type of business, but there has to be versions of this for other services or service-based businesses where it's just about getting that customer in, right? And then proving what you can do and then adding onto it as time goes by. So, you you know, in my, in, in my instance, we help the client grow. Uh, in other instances, it might be just you get them in and then you have somebody as a referral or you get somebody in, you get it as a, uh, as a Google review or you get it in and you get a testimony for a site. So you, however you can, yes, you have to discount your price for the time being, but however you can make that work out so that in the future it'll benefit you, maybe a case study, maybe something that you can get content from for, for your uh, social media channels. I mean, that's a good one, right? Let's say you have a $500 service, you uh, discount it, I don't know, 75%. I can't do the math, but whatever it is, you say, hey, fine, we can do the service for you. But instead of it being a two-hour thing, we would like to have it um, all day so that we can uh, – teach our people how to do it or so that we can hyperanalyze the thing that you want to hyperanalyze. I don't know, but there is a way as a business owner to try and make that work. If you work somewhere and you know, you want, you're not in charge of that kind of stuff, then that's a different mountain to climb. But those are the two things I wanted to go over today, which were the sales process and also the legitimacy slash trustworthiness of businesses online. Uh, hopefully this episode is, is any good. Uh, it was a very impromptu because that guy messaged me. Shout out to that guy because even though it got a little weird, got me on here. So thanks for checking out today's episode. Episode who knows what. Uh, catch you on the next one.